this Darlington Raceway Underdog Fantasy Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by our College Football Bankroll Challenge. Up to $3,000 is up for grabs. Get all the details over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Oh, and drivers are going to get their chance to wreck each other for championships. It's the playoffs, baby. We are the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. We're both locked into the playoffs because we're going to do shows all throughout the playoffs. We got plenty of wins this year, Rod. (laughs) We have plenty of wins this year to lock us into the playoffs. Uh, But yeah, definitely here to break down the Darlington race, the Cookout Southern 500. And Really, again, the uh, uh, Xfinity race as well, because in underdog, you get both. Today is going to be an underdog fun Friday episode. Got underdog for you to start it out. A little bit more fun after uh, after that happens too. So, Cody, we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for them today. I- I'm excited about it. This is going to be a good show. I'm excited. I'm pumped. It's Friday, Rod. It's almost time. We've got four great races this weekend. The Xfinity Series, the Cup Series, the IndyCar, F1. Gonna be a good weekend. Gonna be some great racing. Ready to cash some bets. Ready to take down some underdog lineups. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, and underdog, as we've said time and time again, just really killing it with these uh, with the racing lines that they're giving you. Um, just listen, honestly, I I had a hard time picking my favorites because all of them were my favorites. To be honest with you, so um, I definitely was not necessarily uh, this. This was not as difficult as picking something from F1 earlier this week for sure. No, this was very, very easy to make. I slipped an extra one in there, Rod. There was too many. I couldn't choose which ones I liked most, so I took an extra one just for the hell of it. I mean, we may have to start putting four and or five in there as well, but uh, you know, we're, we're kind of treating this a little bit like the DFS episode where we'll give you three because really you can only multiply yourself out to five, so you're gonna one of them's going to be out there for you. Um, you're either going to not use one or, or you know pick your own or whatever. Just like we do with DFS, we're going to give you what we like. You pick and you choose. You can use all. You can use none. You know, you could build your own. And then if you need something extra, toss in one of ours. Um, However you see fit to use these picks, this is what we're giving you. And of course, for underdog, they give you the finishing position and you choose whether or not you think that driver will finish higher than or lower than this. Uh, Obviously, it's, it's up to five picks, right? That'll multiply yourself out. Uh, and the prizes that you win will increase based on the number of uh, picks that you make. So if you only pick three, that'll you know that'll tease you out to whatever your your multiplier is. If you tease it out all the way to five, good luck everybody, and that's where your best right. uh, that's where your the best more, prize is. More you make, the bigger the bigger the prize you get. Yeah, it, this is a lot of fun. It's not like uh, regular DFS where you got to you know who's going to lead how many laps. Are they going to are they gonna, you know, get place differential? This and that, like, 
Will they finish better than this spot? Yes or no? That's it. Easy peasy. Now, I like it's very simple. I enjoy DFS, obviously, as well, and then the challenge of that. But this one's an easy one to play. It doesn't take quite as much calculations and crazy math. And you're not competing against a bunch of other people. It's just get your picks right. Boom, you win. That's it. It's that easy, Rob. And that's the key. You're not playing against a bunch of other people. This is literally you against yourself. The only person you can blame if you don't win this one is you and us if you tail us. But uh, I will say more often than not, it, it is you for picking the, the the higher than or lower than for these drivers. So um, we will each give you our favorites and we will lay those all out for you. That way you can choose uh, to do it. So make sure we'll, we'll tease a little bit later about what underdog has to offer for you uh, out there as well. But um, just know that if you sign up for underdog and have some fun with us, um, we'll continue to do this through the rest of the off season or the rest of the postseason. Um, because we we started and we kind of dropped off. We we need to pick it back up again because this has been a great little addition to uh, our our show's family. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Underdog is a, a great partner for us, and it's a fun game. Uh, so yeah, we're definitely going to be including this for the rest of the season. I think. Yes, we will. Uh, all right. Well, then we will continue and we will actually start laying them out, but. I want to tell you about our college football bankroll challenge first. College football is back, and to celebrate, SGPN is giving away a bunch of cash in our college football bankroll challenge. It's free to enter. It's a season-long contest. $1,000 is going to first place. $500 is going to second, but those prizes double up to $2,000 and $1,000 if you're a Patreon subscriber for the college football season. You want in on the action, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll or click the link in the app or our show notes. I, I take on it, uh, take it on myself to put the links in there for you as well. So if you're looking for the link, it's right in the show notes. Make sure you do that. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. College football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong this week. New customers can bet just $5 on any college football uh, score and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team can go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. College uh, change comes fast. The only thing that is a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Still love me some Fresno State. Doesn't matter. They're plus four and a half against Purdue. Take the four and a half. Take them outright. I don't care. Go crazy. Okay. Don't go too crazy, but just know that I love Fresno State. If you think Purdue is going to win, take them fine we cannot be friends anymore but i will still respect your decision so uh life's more fun when you're in the, when you're in on the action download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use code sgp new customers can score 200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five dollars on any college football game only on DraftKings sportsbook with code sgp the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms all right cody well as we laid out dra our uh, underdog is giving us the opportunity to choose the finishing positions and whether it's higher or lower than what they're stating I think they're giving us some pretty generous lines. Cody, you, like you said, could not choose just one for one box. So go ahead and lay out our first underdog picks for the week. Yeah, I snuck two in here, Rod. John Nemechek, better than 6.5. We talked about him on the Xfinity Series show. To finish in the top five, you're getting a great number. To finish in the top three, we're getting a great number. Honestly, think he can win that race. He was very fast in the spring, had one of the better cars, and he's the fastest car every single week especially on just basic generic ovals which is what dar i mean it's it's a tough one but it is it's you know the it's a basic oval which is where he's very very good on he's very very fast on and this rod only has to do is finish in the top six to cash this one this one is probably my well this other one might be my favorite but this is definitely one of my favorite picks on here they're all my favorites rod uh, i mean really you don't need to go any farther into it than that he finished six here in the spring got the three cup series guys in the race, right? That's that's probably why it's pushed down. Again, another example of the Cup Series guys being in the race, pushing the numbers down. Take advantage. John Ernemichek will finish better than 6.5. And then Austin Hill, Rod, to finish better than ninth. I uh, I made a note in my notes over here 
when I gave out his top five for the Xfinity Series race uh, earlier this week. And the note says, have you watched Xfinity this year? And uh, that, that, again, remains my case. I shall rest my case. Austin Hill, better than ninth place. Could be the lock of all locks, Rob. Well, and again, the Austin Hill thing, we, we've talked about it time and time again, which is why if you're just getting him, if you just need him to get a top 10 finish, right? I mean, essentially a ninth place finish, but for Austin Hill, a ninth place might as well be a fifth place. Um, so I definitely can't argue with you on that one for sure. And John Hunter, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really... We talked about it in the betting show. So, again, a lot of these guys that we're talking about, if you want to go back and listen to the full cases that we also make, go back and listen to the betting episode. But, yeah, these guys, they're they are continual front runners in the series. The Cup Series guys don't necessarily scare them at all anymore because, um, again, they not only see them coming down to their circuit more often, but they actually get to go up more now. I mean, I've, I've seen more Xfinity and truck drivers kind of run in the Cup Series races in the last few years than I have a lot. I mean, it used to just be, you didn't really get that much turnover and, and crossover. Now you're starting to see more of it. So uh, I like both of these. Well, I'm going to add another one to that mix. Cole Custer in that Xfinity race. Uh, I, we're going to give him a higher than a ninth place finish, which is what they got him. So of course they're kind of lumping him in with the Austin Hill. And this is way too low for Cole Custer, who in the last three races in Darlington in the Xfinity series has finished inside the top three. Second place in 2018, first place in 2019, and then this spring he finished in third place. Cole Custer is going to get you a top nine finish uh, for sure on this track. He is, again, not afraid of these Cup Series guys. Cole Custer was a Cup Series regular for a while. Yeah, he had to get sent back down to the Xfinity Series, but... These are not names that he's scared by. These are not names from people that he's not necessarily uh, afraid to take on week after week. Uh, Cole Custer has three top 10 finishes in the last three weeks. Uh, sixth at Indy, seventh at Watkins Glen, fifth at Daytona. Just look at the stretch that he had. We talked about this on the betting show between Richmond and Atlanta. All top 10 finishes, several of them top five finishes as well. Richmond fifth, Martinsville third, Talladega fourth, Dover seventh. Darlington third uh, earlier this season, like we talked about. Charlotte third. He won in Portland, sixth in Sonoma, ninth in Nashville, one in Chicago. Well, he f he was on the he was in the first place uh, position when Chicago ended, uh, and then third in Atlanta. So again, Cole Custer has not had the season that we'd hoped for. He hadn't gone out and won six hundred races, but he most certainly has made himself inside the top ten week in and week out. So for Cole Custer to finish higher than ninth. I think that's a definite lock for this race. Yeah, I mean, you laid out the case perfectly for him earlier in the week. Uh, Cole Custer, like, he's, as much as a, he's burned me earlier this season, it's been a very solid season. He's had good finishes, been a fast car. He's been good here before. Uh, when I was looking back through the Cup Series results here, he's, he's done pretty well here in the Cup Series in the past as well. He's got all that experience uh, also. So, yeah, I, I think that, and again, it's a nine. Like, you don't even, like, you could make the case to bet on him for top five. And actually I think you did make that case on the show. Right. And, and all he has to do is finish ninth or better. Like, yeah, this is uh this is definitely, I, I do like this one. And all the cup series guys could finish one, two, three, four, uh, five. Even if there was another guy that went, if Chastain ended up finishing fifth, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if Cole Custer finishes seventh, he still cashes this. Yeah, exactly. It's, this is yeah, a great play. I really like this one. All right. Uh, all right. Who do you got next there, Cody? I know we're moving over to the Cup Series now. Yep. Sliding over to the Cup Series. Mr. Denny Hamlin finished better than third. Rod made the case for him on the show for a top five, made the case for him on the show for a top three, made the case for him on the show to win. I think Denny Hamlin is going to be fast this weekend. I think he's going to be good. And he's been very, very good this season, especially on intermediate tracks at showing up at the end, putting himself in position to take the win to get the good solid finish he's got the good finishes at gateway nashville uh he was in the top three in both of those races he's been very good at darlington in the past he's finished first and second in the last two southern 500s why is he not going to do it again uh so yeah denny hamlin to, to score the podium finish rod podium finish our f1 is shining through on this one <laughs> um all right, well, I am going to take one that probably I would hold my breath on, even though we know that he's going to be good, and that's Martin Truex no, Jr. No way you're not holding your breath. Like, I was pissed that you took the – Rod got to the document before me. 
these honestly, Denny and, and Truex. Or, well, I don't want to spoil. Sorry, I spoiled your pick. But no, I said Truex. should be the numbers should be swapped. Like Truex is the favorite to win this race. Why is he the lower number? I yeah, I did. I loved it. I wanted this pick. Ron stole it from me. So continue. Hell yeah, Martin Truex Jr. Higher than a fifth place finish. I say you hold. You're holding your breath on it because Martin Truex Jr. Uh, you know, over the last three races here has had some pretty bad luck. He crashed out of the 2022 a fall race, a uh, spring race rather. He had a water pump problem, so 2022 was a just a lost season for him. And then of course this spring, <clears throat> he started on the pole crashed out after leading 145 laps of this race so snake bitten on this one but a top five finish for martin trucks jr on this track is not out out of the realm of possibility he did it in 2021 when he won this race in the spring finished fourth place in the 2021 fall race in this one as well in that spring race he led 248 laps unbelievable how crazy that is for martin trucks jr we talked about him of course in the betting episode as far as He's just, he's the regular season champion now. He's coming into the playoffs with that playoff cushion. He's basically Superman at this point. He could not win a race for the next, you know, three races and and still advance to the next round. He's basically got a freebie. Um, But even based off of what he's done lately, we we talked about it too in the the betting episode where this last stretch has been a, a lot of a conglomerate of crazy tracks. There hasn't been two tracks necessarily that have been the same in the entire span. He won at New Hampshire, third at Pocono. You know, the tricky triangle, definitely a, a, a crazy track. He finished seventh at Richmond, second in Michigan, seventh at the Indy GP, fifth at Watkins Glen. Um, unfortunately, he had some bad luck at Daytona, finished 24th. But um, all in all, nine top five finishes for Martin Truex Jr. this year. Three wins, hot driver, good on this track. You know, we talked about as far as leading laps on this track, he's one of the, the lap leaders, uh, lap leading leaders. Yeah, if that's the, the way to put it. But uh, yeah, Martin Truex Jr., top five, uh, it's, it's it's a lock. There's just no way. I mean, he, Higher than five, so put him at fourth place finisher or better. I think he's a thir- uh, top three guy, like you said earlier. So load me up on that one. Yeah, this is a, it's a great pick. Like I said, I wanted it. You beat me to it. I had to pivot, unfortunately. Good thing that... There's plenty of great options this week, so wasn't too hard for me to pivot. But yeah, very high on Truex. I, th- I think we talked. To, I talked about him yesterday in the DFS show. He's going to have a very good race. Expect him to be very good. So uh, I, I do like the pick. All right, let's move on to our last uh, pick for our underdog fantasy plays. Yeah, Rod, I- I'm going back into the well. We talked about this guy on the DFS show as well. Again, a lot of correlations here, but Chase Elliott. To finish better than 10th, Rod, uh, again, I know he's not in the playoffs, and so he kind of gets dropped down, but his number probably shouldn't be this far down. Um, you go back two of the last four races here, he has finished inside of the top five. So if he shows up and has a good day, it's generally a pretty good result. There is the He's been caught up in a couple of wrecks, and so that part can scare you a little bit. Um, but he led 114 laps here back in September uh, 2020 race. He finished third earlier this season in this race in the spring. Um, and then again, it's it's not been the best season ever for Chase Elliott, but it hasn't been the the worst. Um, it hasn't been the worst season ever for Chase Elliott either. I my tabs are, are going crazy again, Rod. But I was trying to see. So if you go back through, he finished fourth last week, right? Uh, you had a couple of road courses. Although he finished second at at uh, Watkins Glen. It's been a little bit up and down. Michigan was a bad race for him, but 10th place at Pocono. Uh, you go back, comparable track at Nashville. He finished fourth there. Um, he didn't race at Gateway, the other kind of comparable track. But uh, Darlington in the spring, like I said, he was third. Kansas, another intermediate, he was seventh. So he's definitely had some really good finishes this season. And, and again, he's got that upside to have a very, very good day for you. All he's got to do is finish better than 10th place. Uh, I think that... Again, just because he's not in the playoffs, the number got dropped a little bit here again. And much like in DFS, I think that that's a little bit of a mistake. Yeah, and for Chase Elliott, we've we've said it before. He's he's now he's just a man on a mission. Now he's just out for wins. There's just no other point to his season but to go out and to annihilate everybody. And a guy like Chase Elliott can can get that done. He's just got to have the right motivation. And maybe not being in the playoffs is the right motivation. So, yeah, top ten for Elliott, not necessarily in question at all. I feel like we're filling out 
our top 10 here. We have six or four drivers so far in a top 10. And, and I'll take it because guess what? Putting Kevin Harvick in the top 10 was the right answer in 13 out of the last 14 seasons on this track, right? Crazy. A 10th place finish or better. He had that stretch of 12 straight top 10 finishes that was broken last year when he had that exhaust problem that plummeted him to a 33rd place finish. But before that, ever since he joined the four team, and, and even the last year in the 29, he had a, a fifth place finish in 2013. But since then, he won in 2014, uh, fifth place in 2015, second in 2016, ninth in 2017, fourth, fourth, first, third, first, sixth, fifth, fourth, and then 33rd, and then second. For those of you counting, every single one of those is better than 10. So definitely a good run for him on this track. Even last week at Daytona, he finished ninth. That's still better than 10th. Uh, a couple of road course blunders, but whatever. Eighth place at Michigan, 10th at Richmond, 4th at Pocono, 4th at Loudoun. Uh, talk about Gateway, he came in right at 10. So uh, this that would be a push anyways. But uh, And then earlier this season, second, like we said. He finished in second place after starting 20th. Kevin Harvick can find the top 10 on this track. It is what he does. Doesn't matter if it's his last season. Doesn't matter if he finishes 19th at Dover, 11th at Kansas. He's going to come out for Darlington and finish second because this is a track that his team loves. This is a track that he loves. So for Kevin Harvick, higher than 10, yes, please. And that extra 100 miles, Rod, might not play better to anybody's hands than Kevin Harvick. He is the guy who can take full advantage of that. And so maybe he's not even in the top 10 after 400, which he likely will be. By the end of 500, you're going to see him up there. Uh, yeah, absolutely no argument from me on that one. I love it. All right, let me go over those real quick before we step away. Cody started you out with John Hunter Nemechek, better than six and a half place finish. Uh, and then Austin Hill, better than a ninth place finish. I said Cole Custer would be finishing higher than ninth in the Xfinity race. Cody gave you Danny Hamlin with a better than third place finish in the cup race. I said Truex would be higher than fifth place. Cody gave you Elliott better than 10th place. I gave you Harvick higher than 10th place in the cup race as well. Those are your underdog picks. And let's continue on to tell you about underdog fantasy because August is almost over. And you know what that means? Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on underdog fantasy. Get championship ready for your home leagues by trying out best ball on underdog fantasy. All you got to do is one live snake draft. No waivers, no trades. You set it, forget it. Underdog does the rest. Try it out with underdog's best ball mania tournament. It's the largest fantasy football contest of all times. $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win it all? Yeah, you do. Time is now. Last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. Go visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. We just gave you a ton of underdog plays that we love for racing. Make sure you're getting in there also for your college football plays as well. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you're checking out the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Become a part of the SGPN family. You know you're in the Discord already. You know you're already supporting this show. Go one step further and support the entire company by helping us grow with the SGPN Patreon. You get exclusive access to contests, including the NFL Win Tolls Contest, it's a free $1,000 first place prize. You don't got to do anything but enter the contest. How fun is that? This week's contest is uh, this weekly week. This week's weekly Patreon pick'em is all college football week one. Prize is a cornhole board, which is perfect for any college football tailgate. Patreon's a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, Cody. Well, we gave them all some very valuable underdog fantasy picks, but it is playoff time, Cody. It is playoffs, and they have released playoffs. to us playoffs. Playoffs. They've released to us a playoff bracket. We're gonna have a little fun with that bracket. I, I think. Uh, I think we should. In fact, you sent it to me. I immediately yeah, we thought the, we got the grid here. Which, if you're on YouTube, I'll, I'll hold it up go. so you can kind of get a. It's a little hard to see, but obviously it, you go from 16 down, work your way down to the champion through each round. 
and and that is the playoff grid. So here's what we're going to do with that grid. Cody and I, we're going to uh, move along the the brackets. So we're going to fill out our brackets. We are going to offer you the opportunity to do the same in the Discord. There may be, we'll, we'll work on it over the next couple of days to make sure that there's some sort of prize attached to it so that you're all playing for something. We'll make sure that it happens before the race starts. And then, Cody, what we're going to do is because the bracket challenge was fun earlier in the year, we're going to do a bracket challenge just between the two of us to make it go down uh, uh, between the playoff drivers. So we'll start from the top seed to the bottom seed and work our way through the middle. And if you guys want to play along with us, we encourage you to do that too in the Discord. Um, there won't be anything attached to that one. This one's just for fun. But the brackets for sure will have available to you um, to have some fun with as well. Yeah, sounds like fun. I'm excited. Uh, we did not fill these out beforehand, so we're going to talk through it, do it live on the show here. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll start. Obviously, we've got 16 drivers in the playoffs, uh, as I'm sure you probably know by now. NASCAR resets everyone's points in the, the playoffs to 2,000. Basically zero. We're just going to go with zero. And then you are awarded the playoff points you've earned throughout the season. So if you remember, every time a stage win happens, there's a playoff point. Every time they get a win, there's five playoff points. Some guys have been penalized and lost some stuff throughout the season. But uh, when it resets, William Byron gets the number one seed. He's got 36 points tied with Martin Truex Jr. at 36 as well. So they are already 36 points above the cut line. They have that 36-point cushion. When we go to the next round, if they make it to the next round, the round of 12, they get those 36 points and any additional playoff points they earn. So if they win any stages these next three races, they win the race, you get you continue to accrue those. Those carry with you to the round of 12, to the round of 8, to the round of 4. Well, no, actually, to the round of 12 and to the round of 8. The round of 4 is just the best driver that finishes at Phoenix wins it. But uh, so Byron and Truex have the 36-point cushion. Hamlin is third, 25-point cushion. Busher is fourth with a 21-point cushion. Kyle Busch has 19, Larson 17, Bell 14, Chastain 11, Kozlowski 10, Reddick 9, Logano 8, and Blaney 8. If the playoff cut happened today, those are the 12 guys who would advance to the next round. The guys starting behind the ball, McDowell has 7 points, so he's 1 point behind the cutoff. Stenhouse has five, so he's three points back. Harvick has four, so he's four points back. And Wallace has none, so he is eight points behind Blaney. That's uh, that's your 16 playoff drivers, Rod. That's it's crazy to think that uh, we live in a world where McDowell and Stenhouse are our playoff drivers. It's yeah, hey, McDowell. It's a couple a couple of times he's made it. That's now, true. And, uh, that's true. Really, all the uh, Bubba Wallace actually the only driver who hadn't previously made the playoffs. So all these other guys have been in the playoffs before. And I do think Rod. Um, I, I would say this year, I know last year we had all those different winners and stuff, but it still seemed kind of top heavy. Uh, this year it's a lot more spread out than it was, uh, looking through this list of 16, there's two, probably three drivers. I would say, I, I think have almost no, no chance at winning the championship. I don't think Michael McDowell can win it. I don't think Ricky Stenhouse can win it. Those are the two I'm, I'm certain have an almost zero chance of actually getting to Phoenix and, and winning this championship. It's great that they made it. It's awesome. Maybe they make it through a round or two. Great story. I don't see any way those guys win a championship. Every other drive, Walt, Bubba Wallace is the other guy. It'd be a tall task, but I don't think it's necessarily past him. I'm not picking him to win it, but I think he could do it. The team is strong enough for sure, um, and really everybody else. The other 13 drivers for sure. I think any one of these guys could be a champion from William Byron, even a Chris Buescher, uh, you know, a Chastain, a Kozlowski, like all these guys, I think, could do it. A Blaney, even a Harvick, obviously, we know could win. So uh, I think that it is kind of a wide open thing. I think there's going to be some surprise cuts in this first round, some guys that don't make it. Uh, this is going to have to be mistake-free playoff racing. And keep in mind also, you win at Darlington this week, you're automatically advanced to the round of 12. doesn't matter what happens at Kansas. doesn't matter what happens at Bristol. You can still earn more playoff points to carry forward. But it doesn't matter. You're locked in. That's key, especially when you get to the next round, the round of 12 rod. If you win at Texas, you don't have to worry about Talladega, the biggest wild card in the playoffs. And then it's the Charlotte Roval, which can be a wild card as well. So uh, it is very, very important to win races now to advance yourself and move forward. Yes, indeed. So I think the easiest way to do this is uh, talk through the four that we don't think are going to make it. 
in yeah. each in each category because if yeah. we have to talk through everybody, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, so let's let's talk through. So I think you already hit the nail on the head right away. The I think two of those four are McDowell and Stanhouse. Great stories. Fantastic. Uh, uh, you think they don't make the next round? I don't think though, they make the think... next round. Okay. I, I don't think they you're, make the you're next round. You're taking those two out? I'm taking those two out for sure. Oh, boy. I have a, uh, let's see. Uh, Byron Truex, Hamlin, Busher, Bush, I see all going. Larson could be a surprise uh, early exit, but I'm going to wait till the next round to drop him. Christopher Bell could also be. Oh, boy. This is a tough one. I'm telling you, this first uh, round is not easy. I, but so like I, I think, said, oh, man. Stenhouse, Stenhouse and McDowell, like these aren't bad tracks for them, but I, I'll agree. I think that both those guys go out in round one. I think that Ryan Blaney gets eliminated in the first round, Rod. I that's where I was leaning to, sadly. And who else? Who but else he's hanging on there? barely. That's the thing about it. Like Blaney, he needs help to 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 really keep going through these yeah, playoffs. I mean, he's, he's he needs a win. One. Does Joey? Le- does Penske just drop? I mean, God, I don't. I hate to to fade Joey after what he did last year's playoffs, but we haven't really seen it from Penske lately. They've been pretty blah. I mean, you've got so you've got Darlington this week, and then it's Kansas, kind of a bigger intermediate. So the Fords have been a little slower. Then it's Bristol. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take out Stenhouse. I'm gonna take out McDowell. I'm gonna take out Blaney. I think Joey Logano, I think, is, is kind of a surprise, but I think he's he's the other driver that, that gets dropped. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, well, then, I am going to... Um, so, I like I said, I'm going to... McDowell and Stenhouse are the two I'm taking out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take out Blaney as well. I, like I said, I just... I feel like it's it's crazy. Um, and then, I, I think I'm going to take out Redick. So, Redick will be my my Ooh. guy that I'm taking out. For the the okay. four, you're gonna you're gonna take Blaney too. Yeah, I'm gonna take Blaney okay. as well. I, I agree with you on Blaney. He's hanging on by a thread. It's it's sad, but you know, I don't know that he can advance to the next round. There's these next three races. All these guys are such heavy hitters up front that it's just gonna be difficult for the guys on the bottom to sort of make up any ground. You know what I'm saying? So so you got Stenhouse, McDowell, Blaney, and who's your last one that's going out? Reddick. Believe it or not, yeah. 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 It's fun right, that I, uh, that he's in there, but I don't know. I, I think Bubba has been a more consistent finisher than Reddick. Well, and like with Reddick, like you look back at some of the last couple of races, like he could have won a Michigan, he could have, he could have done a lot of stuff, but big time mistakes. They they have they've had multiple tires fall off this year. Yeah, they've pit had mistakes, and- uh, a lot of mistakes. So, uh, yeah, I I don't hate the call at all to to drop Reddick out of there. So okay, well that leaves us. In the round of 12. Okay. So now we'll you start. You talk while I figure out what I fucked up on this. Pairing yeah. down into the round of eight uh, as we look at guys like Byron Truex, Hamlin, Busher, Bush, uh, Larson, Bell, Chastain, Keselowski, uh, and Harvick and Wallace are the ones left for me. Um, I know that uh, you took out, uh, not you took out, who did you take out? You took out McDowell, Blaney. And uh, Stan Logano and, and Logano. Yep. Okay, so you took out Logano, yeah. So, um, all right, who out of those are the four that you don't think are going to make the round of eight? So we've got Texas here, um, another intermediate track, and then the big wild card at Talladega. That could ruin playoff chances. It does almost every year. Could be a very messy race. Um, and and then it's Charlotte. It's a roval, right? A road course. That's those have been messy this year. We've seen it's it's not been the the generic road course results we've seen over the past. We've had different drivers win. We've had different things go different ways. Uh, let's see, Rod. I am going to uh, I'm going to drop Kyle Larson this round. I think that uh, maybe they make a mistake at Texas, and then you go to Talladega, and he's he's horrible at super speedways. He's even worse at Talladega. Uh, I think like four of his last five or something were like 35th or were like. They are bad results. He's not good there. I think Kyle Larson is going to be a surprise early, except from the playoffs. A lot of people have him making the final four. Would I be shocked? No. Would I be shocked who wins the championship? Absolutely not. I think that Larson is going to leave early. So I'm going to drop Kyle Larson from this round. Who's the first driver you're uh, you're thinking about dropping, Rod? <sighs> Chastain, believe it or not. we Again, we know that he is capable of popping up and doing great things. He's capable of winning. And on a on our 
wild card, like you said, like Talladega. He's one of those guys that could be up there. We've seen him throw himself in to advance to the next round. We, we've seen him do crazy things to make it there. But uh, for Chastain, it just has been a very, very rough go of it uh, since since he won in Nashville, too. It's just it's very difficult. This season has been weird for him because he got he got beat up early, right, by everybody out there and just sort of kind of curled up into himself and uh, and didn't come back out for a while. Nashville was kind of his big coming out party again. Um, but since then, it's still been kind of you. You haven't heard of Chastain running around the front as much as as you had before, right? Last three races for him, actually, shoot, go all the way back to Chicago. Since, like I said, since he he won in Nashville, twenty second in Chicago, thirty fifth in Atlanta, twenty third at Loudon, thirteenth at Pocono, twenty fourth at Richmond. He did have a good seventh place finish in Michigan, but seventeenth at Indy, eighteenth at Watkins Glen, seventeenth at Daytona. That's not a championship run. And and he the reason he'll make it past the round of twelve is he kind of built up enough to to keep him somewhere in the top eight, right? He doesn't need to do a whole lot to advance to twelve, but past twelve, he's gonna have to kick it into high gear. And I don't think he's got that gear right now. I just don't see it in him lately. So I don't see him getting into eight. Yeah, I agree. I think this weekend will be the biggest test as far as knowing what they have because they were very fast at Darlington in the spring, but Lately, we've not seen it from that one car. We've not seen it from the Trackhouse program, really, overall. They had that hot streak. They took off. You know, SVG gets his win. Chastain got his win. All that stuff. But since then, it's been pretty quiet. Uh, I agree. I'm actually going to cut Chastain as well. Um, so, let's see. That's two for me. I guess you, you give your next... Who's your next cut, Rod? Okay. Forgive me on YouTube if you see me scrambling around. I literally I printed this up too now, oh, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to write this stuff down so I'm not lost. Easier in my own for thought. you to look. Yeah. yeah, I'm writing yours down too, but it'll be easier for you to see it. So, um, okay. So for me, look at I took out Chastain. It's it's crazy to think, but I think Christopher Bell. I don't. Oh, we're we're on the same page here, Rod. Yeah, I'm also dropping Christopher Bell. I. He should have never made it through this round last year. No. If there was a fucking cardboard <laughs> on the track at the Roval where he won and got into the next round. I, I agree. I think that Christopher Bell, they've also been sort of inconsistent. They swap pit crews now because, you know, his pit crew wasn't really getting the job done and he's getting Ty's pit crew. But Ty's pit crew has been really fast, but they've also been very mistake prone. One little mistake that could cost him. Um, you expect him to be pretty decent at the Roval, but he's not been like his teammates. Like he's not been like Truex and Hanlon where he's dominating races and running up front. His one win this season is on the dirt track, which he's a dirt guy. You kind of expect a little bit of that. Like it, it's not been that crazy good of a season. He had the Cinderella run. He won, you know, two races last year were to keep advancing through the playoffs. I believe, uh, he ended up making the, the final four, I think even last year, but I don't see that again from bell this year. I was a little down on Bell going into the season. Uh, you know, I was I was big on the Briscoe and the Bell unders. His was under one and a half wins. He's only sitting at one. Where is he getting another win? I don't see it happening. I've not seen a ton that I love from Christopher Bell and his team this year. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Christopher Bell uh, also will not make the cut past the round of twelve. And and let's just let's just put it the way it is too with Christopher Bell he's just he's been on borrowed time this entire time like he's he's been obviously one of the more talented drivers you know that he's going to be good every single week but you know when you see it and then you don't it's not a championship run you know the 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 wins don't always mean it's a championship run either as far as winning the most races in a season we we've seen that before uh but it definitely helps in the confidence. It helps in knowing that your team can go out there and be the dominant car. And we're not seeing Christopher Bell be the dominant car. We've seen him be a good car. We've seen him be a very good car. But we have not seen him be that dominant championship car. And, and maybe he's taking a page out of Joey Logano's book from last season. But who knows? So yeah, I just I don't I don't see it happening from him. So I, I agree. I think he'll go out. Um, so let's see. I've got Ross Chastain. I've got Christopher Bell. You have Ross Chastain, Christopher Bell, uh, Kevin Harvick. Rod, I think it. Uh, I think the storybook season ends here. I think he does not make it past the round of twelve. Um, again, he's he's not the best at road courses. You've got the Charlotte Roval in there. Uh, he's been eliminated uh, before there by, you know, the whole the whole Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays thing. Um, Talladega, obviously, that's going to be the big wild card, and that's where we're really going to get. You know, whoever survives that is going to be sitting in good position. But 
Um, and then Texas is the other track. It's a mile and a half. Uh, I know the Fords have definitely shown more speed, especially in RFK lately, but Stuart Haas overall, we know has struggled a little. I, I don't see Kevin Harvick making a pass around a 12. So I think sadly uh, he doesn't make it to Phoenix and, and get that opportunity to win his second title. And I think his, uh, his final playoff run ends at, at the Charlotte Roval and he does not advance past the round of 12. So, <clears throat> I'm, I don't share that one with you. I, I, del- I think he'll at least make it to the round of eight uh, for Kevin Harvick. But I know that we gave out his championship odds earlier this season. I know that we are we're high on Kyle Busch all year long. Kyle Busch is not high on Kyle Busch right now. I don't think he makes it out of the round of 12. I just have not seen that same Kyle Busch that even started the season in that eight car. Again, I understand it. I know that his finishes have actually not been that bad. I know that we're dumping on him, uh, and it's not like he's he's going out and finishing 35th every single week. But there is a certain level of swagger that you expect to see out of Kyle Busch. And Kyle Busch has won three races this season. That in and of itself should be reason for celebration. He did finish seventh at Talladega, but since Atlanta... It has been nothing but absolutely frustrating finish after frustrating finish, whether it's pits, whether it's crashing, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, right? Kyle Busch doesn't even know what it is. He said, I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't mean very, it uh, doesn't mean that I, I think he's going to, I don't think that means that he's in a very good place right now, right? Is what I'm trying to say. And a Kyle Busch that isn't in the right place, a pissed off Kyle Busch is one thing. A confused Kyle Busch is quite another. So, you know, you talk about 36th at Loudoun, 21st at Pocono, a third place at Richmond, okay, great, 37th at Michigan, 36th at Indy, uh, 14th at Watkins Glen, 7th at Daytona. None of these, to me, scream a championship driver right now. And this is not the right time to be on those types of finishes. You should be where you were at earlier in the season where you're ripping off a string of top 10 finishes between Darlington and Atlanta, you know, so... If he comes out and get the gets the win, I think that gets him into 12 at Darlington. But he's got a very, very long uphill battle after that. So I don't think he makes it past the round of 12. I don't think he makes it into eight. I, I think the inconsistency from the eight team lately, I mean, we've seen it, right? It's been feast or famine. Like, he's either really good or he's finishing in last place. And we've seen that a lot lately, and that's really scary. Although if he gets the win, obviously, we'll let him on. I do think the track set up pretty decent for him. Uh, Texas, you know, kind of whatever. but. Talladega, he's been one of the best super speedway racers this year. Won the race at Talladega earlier this season. But again, such a wild card, you cannot count on that. Um, and then Charlotte, the Roval will be another one. Like He's been really good on the, the road courses as well. He's got quite a few good finishes. So I think the track's set up nice for him this round. But I do agree with you on the inconsistencies. He is making it to the next round for me, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked. Honestly, I wouldn't even be shocked to see Bush go out in the first round just because of the inconsistencies they've had holding a 20 to one ticket since last November. I hope he makes it, but uh, it, it would not completely shock me if, if he didn't. Yeah. You could dry your tears with the 32 to one F1 ticket. You cashed earlier. this <laughs> season. That's so. right. Just saying. all right, Rod, you got one more to cut so far. You got Chastain, Bush and bell. I already cut my four. I had Larson bell, Chastain and Harvick. Uh, I think the storybook ride ends for Wallace for the, this round. Um, you know, it, it was a good story. Getting him into 12, that that first playoff taste. But we've talked about it before. People that make the playoffs for the first year don't necessarily make it uh, too much farther than the round of eight. So, you know, again, he's been consistent. He's been great. It's been fun to watch him into the playoffs. I I think it'll be fun to watch him into the next round of the playoffs. But this is where it really starts to get competitive. And when you still got guys like Byron Truex, Hamlin, uh, and and even Bushard right now in this mix, it's going to be difficult to try to to stand out amongst those guys because you literally have to be finishing inside the top five each and every week, which is something Bubba has been able to do. He's capable of doing, but he hasn't had playoff pressure yet. So um, I, I think round of eight is where he, or round of 12 is where he, he exits. I don't think he makes it into the round of eight. Like I said, it's not for the lack of wanting him to. I really do. I think he's, you know, he needs this, this test to prove that he's good enough to hang with everybody. But, um, you know, again, the learning curve's steep. The drivers get tougher in this round. So, yeah, I think he bows out this round as well. Yeah, and again, I mean, you go and you listen to some of these people talk on, on TV and stuff, and it's like, 
well, the first four out are going to be the bottom four, and then the next four out are going to be the next four, and then the next four out are going to be the next one. It's like, well, yeah, that's that's kind of like how it's supposed to work. So you've got to change it up. You've got to. There's going to be things that happen, right? And I mean, Larson getting bounced. I have Larson getting bounced in the round of twelve, and Wallace making it to the round of eight. So that's a big shocker. And of course, that's not the most likely thing to happen, but I can see how it could happen. And I've laid out the case for it. I do have Bubba Wallace advancing. I think the resiliency they have shown in this lead up to getting into the playoffs, he was absolutely horrendous at road courses. He worked and worked and worked, and he ran two perfect road courses for himself, had very good finishes, kept that points cushion. You got Talladega in this round. We know he's won there before. We know he could win there again. Um, And then another road course where if he can do what he's done before, I think he could be a surprise guy to move on. I think the fact that they've been so consistent lately is good for him. Maybe he's got a Kansas win or something. They're building off of some momentum. That's his best track he's going to go to in the first round. Uh, so I do have him moving on. All right, Rod, we're on to the round of eight. There's three races in this round. If you win one of them, you are locked into the final four. You will be racing for a championship. It's Las Vegas, Homestead, so two intermediate tracks, and then the shortest track on the circuit, Martinsville Speedway, Rod. You have remaining William Byron, Martin Trex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Christopher Busher, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Larson. I have got William Byron, Martin Trex Jr., Chris Busher, Kyle Busch, uh, Brad Keselowski, Tyler Reddick, Bubba Wallace, and Denny Hamlin. Who's Rod? Who's uh, Earl? Should we go who's out or are we going to look to see who wins these races races and puts themselves in? I feel like now we can pare it down to who's going to be in the final four. So I think we can can reveal our final four. It'll be a little easier than talking through who's left. All right, so Las Vegas. um, Oh, It's either going to be Denny Hamlin or Martin Truex Jr. I am going to go with... I think uh, Martin Truex Jr. gets the win at Las Vegas. I think he's the first driver to lock himself into the championship race. Yeah, I was going to say, we could just go ahead and lay out the final four. We don't have to say who's going to win the races. Oh, okay. We could just just give our <laughs> final four. I, I think that'd be easier as well. All right. So, uh, Who's your first guy in the final four, Rob? It, well, it's Martin Truex. I mean, I, really, I've got him going all the way straight down the, the list. It's Martin yeah. Truex Jr. I, I think he's going to be uh, one of the final four contenders at the end of this. He's just been too strong all season long. He, I don't even think he has to really even win his way into this final four. I think he can just continue to have good solid points days all the way through. Will he win a race in one of these rounds? Yeah, yeah, I think he will. Uh, it's just a matter of, I think he's he's built himself that solid point round be, be, by being the champion. Uh, and I think he's just going to make it all the way to the final fourth because of it. Agreed. Uh, Denny Hamlin. I think Denny Hamlin's going to be in the final four. He is a perennial final four driver. Not very good at winning the championship, but he's really good at making it to the Final Four. I think he finds his way uh, to the Final Four yet again, Rod, and joins his teammate. Uh, So I'm starting off with two JGR cars in the Final Four, Truex and Hamlin. I mean, me too. I've got that as well. And again, it's only because Byron, a lot like Bush, a lot like Chastain, a lot like those guys who started out red hot, have just sort of faded off. Yeah, Byron ended up winning a race right and 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 being dominant but it it's not the same it's not the same as he was in the beginning you you want to be good now you don't want to have been good earlier in the season so um that's why you know byron hasn't made it this far but yeah i i definitely started out with truex and hamlin as well kind of be irresponsible if we didn't those are two of the hottest drivers right now yeah exactly and I, and their guys truex a former champion and hamlin uh, just again like i said a perennial top four guy They've got very good cushions coming into this. Uh, not that that's going to get everyone there, I think, in my opinion, but I do think it gets them there. Rod, I'm going to go three for three from the Toyota camp. Uh, surprising. I I think it's he's going to be very close to being cut multiple times. I think he's going to make it by the skin of his teeth. Tyler Reddick is going to win at Homestead, punch his ticket into the Final Four. He is going to be probably my biggest shock of drivers that actually makes it this far. He's a guy... I can see losing in the round of 16, or I can see getting to Phoenix to the final four. It could go either way for him, but I think that Tyler Reddick, if he can make it to that round of eight, Homestead sets up so nicely for him. Uh, he, he and Kyle Larson just own that track, um, and if either one of them is in that round, a good chance they're going to move on. Uh, and so I think Tyler Reddick is, is kind of a surprise driver that gets 23-11 to, to the final four. 
I, well, I don't know. I have him bounced out early, so I, I'm not necessarily <laughs> with you on that one. But again, that's, I can see that happening too. So like it's, it's going out on a limb and I'm kind of calling a shot here uh, just because, uh, I mean, if, if he can get through this first round, right, he can be decent at these couple of tracks. He's really good at Kansas. The both twenty three eleven drivers are good at Kansas. Maybe he sneaks out a win at the Roval and, and gets into the next round. He's really good at Homestead, so he finds his way into the Final Four. It's it's not going to be easy because they've made a lot of mistakes and they've been inconsistent. But we've seen glimpses, we've seen flashes, and I think that Tyler Reddick is one of the most talented young drivers. I don't I don't think he's going to get a championship this year, Rod. But you got to well, as we've learned in the past, you've got to get to the Final Four before you can win a championship. I think he maybe makes his first four appearance this year. All right. Uh, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> I am going to pick one of the hottest drivers on the planet right now. That's Chris Busher to make the final four. I think he's with that surprise entry into the final four. Talked about the momentum of you don't want to have been good. You want to be good. No one is better right now than Chris Busher. Won three of the last five races. All almost top tens, uh, really. If you uh, Indy GP was 11th, one spot out of the top 10. But we talk about how RFK has just been surging at just the right time. I would have picked Brad Keselowski, but Brad seems to be content on getting his driver that he's that he owns. <laughs> Brad's just gonna finish second to him every week, <laughs> which is perfectly fine, I think, for Keselowski. I don't like I said, it's it's a kid now or a parent that that is letting his kid be the star. And you know what good story, what a good story it would be for Chris Buescher to make it into the final four. I think he has been consistent enough to continue to be uh, good enough to be in that final four. He's he deserved to be in the conversation at the very least, and I think he's going to make noise during the playoffs. He's got 10 races to do it. Again, he's won three of the last five races. He doesn't have to win three of, of any of those five, but if he wins one in each round even, then he advances to the next round and, and definitely continues the move. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I think it's a really good story. I think it's something that uh, that the sport needs, and I think Chris Buescher definitely would love nothing more than to, to be in that championship four, uh, which I think he will be. I, I think this is a really good pick. I was actually very, very close to putting Chris Busher in here. Um, but, Rod, for my fourth and final driver, I'm going to pivot off of Chris Busher. I think the 2012 Sprint Cup Series champion, Brad Keselowski, finds his way into the final floor. He's given up these last two years. He's grinded away. He's pushed, literally pushed Chris Busher to wins. These guys are always right next to each other. I think... Keselowski flips it on in the playoffs. Maybe he starts it this weekend by winning at Darlington. Catches freaking fire. I think Busher's going to be right there with him to the round of eight. I think Keselowski is the one who gets into the championship. No Chevrolet drivers. No Hendrick drivers for me, Rod. Three Toyotas and a Ford. It's going out on a limb a little bit. William Byron, the, the number one seed going into the playoffs, getting upset in my round of eight here. Um, but I'm feeling good about this. Uh, two, you know, two guys that should be there uh, in in all in all seriousness uh, in Truex and in Hamlin, very chalky picks. I don't see ways these guys, the way their season has gone, don't get there, and, and the way they've been so good at making to that race before. And then it's a couple of guys that that's going out on a limb a little, but it's not really that that crazy to think that uh, Reddick and and Keselowski could make it to the final four. So there's my final four run. All right, well, my final four is rounded out by one Kyle Larson. Can't hold him down too long. Again, it's been a very difficult season for, I feel like, all of Hendrick, right? Two of their drivers injured, and uh, Kyle Larson not having the type of season he wants. But what better way to rebound and forget all of that than to be the lone Hendrick driver standing, making it into the Final Four, and uh, and really trying to make his run over there at Phoenix for the championship. Do I think he's going to do it? Spoiler alert, no. But I do think he can at least make it into the Final Four and uh, and just, you know, make some noise in it. it. He could get bounced in round 12, and if he doesn't, I think he makes it to four because he's that good of a driver, just needs to put something together. This kind of flies in the face of my, you have to have been or you have to be good as opposed to have been good, but Kyle Larson kind of breaks that mold because he's, yeah. he can be he, good he when he wants to trends. be. <laughs> yeah, he can be good when he wants to be, and I think he he's going to want to be in this playoff round. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Rod, we don't know who each other is going to pick. Should we uh, Should we do like a count of three and say our champions at the same time? Yep, here we go. One, two, three. Danny Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> We're you both going with Joe Gibbs, guys. We're both going different directions. Danny Hamlin finally gets the wow. monkey off his back, Rod. 
this guy, the greatest driver in NASCAR Cup Series history, to not win a championship. It is the one glaring thing missing from his resume. He's got three Daytona 500s. He's won over 50 races in his career. He has done everything there is to do except win a championship. He has found every single possible way to lose the championship race. So it's, it is going out on a limb a little because he's not very good at winning it once he gets there. I think he finally gets it done. Denny Hamlin rounds out uh, a Hall of Fame already career by putting the the cake, the topping on the cake, whatever you want to say, gets that cup championship. The monkey's off of his back, and then you better watch out. Well, so I will tell you, to bring this back to betting terms, Denny Hamlin over on DraftKings is 6-1 to one to win the championship, uh, and Martin Truex Jr. is at 4-1. to one. But I will also say that for me, for Martin Truex Jr., I know he's the favorite at 4-1, to one, uh, but listen, what better redemption story for a guy like Martin Truex Jr., who everybody, including us, had joked time and time again, well, he is retired. Pretty much don't even worry about uh, Martin Truex Jr. from now on. He's not even coming back and blah, blah, blah to now <laughs> the regular season champion. Dude is on probably the hottest streak out there other than Chris Buescher maybe. But, you know, what better story for him to come back and say, and then now he is coming back. So uh, that in and of itself is rewarded for his amazing, amazing comeback. So I, I think I, I want to round out that story. I think I want to put the uh, the storybook ending to his season because sports seems to be like that sometimes where it gives it you the does. opportunity to write, you know, the Hollywood script about it. So I think I'll buy into that. You know, four to one is not that bad of a, of a thing to lay on it. I know it's not super sexy, but again, a lot of these guys aren't unless you're going down further into the list, which you probably shouldn't be. But yeah, uh, Martin Trix Jr. for me, he's going to finish the, the Hollywood script. He's going to finish that, come back next season, and then drop back off and realize he probably should have retired on top. Well, and it's, what a story though, Rod. Like he, 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 wins the championship it's his second championship like and if you've watched the martin tricks jr story like he came in a dei uh as you know as, as right before dale jr leaves and the team kind of falls apart and he bounces around he's kind of at crappy teams he, he doesn't really win a race for a while i mean all the teams he's raced for have gone out of business like dei went out of business um michael Waltrip racing went out of business furniture row went out of business like it's it's been a rough road but he, he slowly built his way up and then all of a sudden became this big winner and this, this star from being just a kind of another guy in the field for a long time. He, he got the championship with Furniture Row. He comes to Gibbs. You know, he gets his championship here. He's a two-time champion. He comes back, announces in February, this is going to be the final year. He's coming back one last time, defend the crown. He gets to spend the whole season as the reigning champion. His trailer gets parked up front. He goes out on a, on a high. Uh, it's a great story. I like it. I can see it happening. Again, these are these are two of the favorites, right? Kyle Truex is the favorite, and and Denny is tied for fourth with Kyle Busch currently. But, um, but we we found some ways to make it not chalky, right? And found some different guys getting there, some different guys getting bounced early. I think it's these playoffs never, and it you see it in the NFL. You see it, that's why that's why playoffs are so great. It's it's not going to be chalk. The chances that it's Byron Truex, Hamlin, and Busch are in the final four are not that good. Now, could it happen? Yeah, of course. And would anybody be surprised? No, of course not. But the chances that's exactly how it lays out are not that great. I think there's definitely some upsets. Again, this this win and get to the next round thing is huge. It will make big differences. Having Talladegas, having Rovals in there as wild cards will be crazy. Oh, the playoffs are here, Rod. It's going to be exciting. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to see how this pans out. Me too. I, I am too. And now that we've gone through this bracket, I'm, I'm even more excited to do it. So yeah, um, I was going to do our own little bracket, but I think we had a lot of fun with that bracket. I, I think, think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. yeah I don't this think is, we need to. Yeah. Well, we could see who, uh, yeah. And again, we'll, we'll share this. We'll get, maybe get some details together on, on trying to make it a contest and, and how you submit. So be in the discord. That's where you're going to find out. Uh, again, sg.pn slash discord. That'll take you right to it. Get you in there, jump in the NASCAR channel and uh, you'll find us there. Sure will. So, uh, all right, well, let's put a bow on this one then. That's, I think we've given everybody a lot of good stuff to, and look, as far as betting purposes go, 
take these brackets and kind of shape the narratives of the next few weeks around them. That's that's kind of what we're going for as well. You know, you see the drivers that we're heavy on as we start to break it down. That should be taken into account as you're starting to build your cards. You know, what what did we say about these guys as they were starting to pare down into the into these um, these further rounds? And so that's how you use this as betting fodder, right? That's how you use this as betting research. So. Um, it wasn't just us filling out brackets. We're also giving you some some nuggets on where to look as we start to head down this playoff path. Absolutely. I love it. So, all right, Cody. Well, as we wrap things up, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on X at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, hopefully by the time this is out, we'll have an IndyCar podcast out as well over on the F1 Gambling Podcast. Check that out. The F1 picks are up for sure. IndyCar's either up or coming up very soon. Uh, so definitely check that out. And uh, yeah. Follow the show at NASCAR Gambling on Twitter. Rating, ratings, reviews. Go to YouTube. Click that. Uh, click that subscribe button. Click the little bell. We try to go live uh, a little more often now than we used to, so you'll get notified. You can jump in. We like the we like the conversation with everyone. And uh, yeah, let's go make some money this weekend, Rod. I'm excited. We got our final four set, and let's see how uh, how close or how far off we end up being. It's gonna be crazy. I'm on X at RJ Via Gomez. Link at the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is in between media, check out the back road. We're talking Darlington on the in between media YouTube. Of course, check out all my stuff on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Of course, Fast Money over there for frequency's sake. Check out that YouTube. And uh, yeah, got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. So check it all out over there on X. Link in the bio at RJ Via Gomez. We'll see you for the recap episode, everyone. Have a profitable and fun week of racing. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.